Welcome to Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. My name is Adrian Lara. I co-host this show with Greg Catapodi, who is a huge fan of Frasier. This guy has seen every episode multiple times, while me, on the other hand, am a newbie. I'm a relatively unfamiliar with Frasier. I knew of it, but never really got into it. So I'm seeing every episode for the first time. Let's do this. Greg Catapodi. And I am Adrian Lada. And this is episode one, season one of Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. And we're beginning with episode one of Frasier itself, The Good Son. Let's begin with our first dark moment. Okay, let's, let's start there. Let's get right let's into start, it. Well, let's get right into it. Well, okay, okay. I'm going to say, first of all, quick bit of, uh, quick bit of uh, trivia. The Good Son was also the name of a movie that came out in 1993, the same year as this episode. I don't think that is a coincidence. You think they did that on purpose? I I feel it like it happened on purpose. If you ever wanted to see Macaulay Culkin die, (laughs) watch The Good Son. He's betrayed by his own mother. So you think the the screenwriters were like, this this is so good. This connects with me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, you know what? We might as well. Right? I mean, I believe it because the episode was that dark. Right. Well, it begins with, uh, you know, Frazier's having, I guess, he's at a crossroads in his life. Yeah. Right. He's taking what is, to us, the viewer, his first call. Yeah, he's taking that first call, and the caller says, I'm depressed. Right. It's something like, uh, and it's real serious. It's a very serious tone. He's like, yeah, I just don't know what I'm doing. With my life, I'm just really depressed. And the guy's speaking in, like, you just picture him in a room by himself, lights off, like, overdue, <laughs> overdue like, right. mortgage payments. Right. You know, like, like the picture of his wife who left him right. and his family he doesn't see. Right. It's in black and white. <laughs> and, uh, you know, some sort of, like, uh, dun dun <laughs> just a, some sad piano right. chords and and here's fraser this the psychiatrist psychologist it's never firmly established really i think he's a psychiatrist like well my life's great <laughs> yeah well you that's the, that's the thing that's what like like he just shifts like he doesn't pick up on the tone right or maybe he does pick up but he's just like i just want to talk about myself i'm fraser right. let's talk about me I'm, right it, it's it's time to talk about Frasier. This is the Frasier Crane show, not the Downer show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Doctor Crane, you know, I've just I've been looking, I've been looking at the bills, I've been looking at at the gun, you know, every day. Well, let me tell you about me. <laughs> that's a, that's a, the tone. He's like, yeah, my dep- life is over. I'm thinking about taking my own life. I just don't know when I'm gonna make it to the next. You know what, guy? Like, you know, you know what's going on in my life? I just moved here from Boston. Right. You yeah. know what helps me when I'm depressed? I buy reproduction furniture. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's like a, like that. Like you talk to a, someone and they just gotta start talking about themselves. It's that weird, that weird sort of like self-absorbed thing. Like I honestly, when I heard it, I thought. Because Frazier goes off on a little mini monologue, mm-hmm. which is giving the audience some exposition to where he's been since he left Cheers, the Boston world. Right. And he talked for so long, I was expecting the caller 
to kill himself. Right. I think that was the the first draft of the script. <laughs> yeah, that's was, what they cut out. It was just like, okay, uh, sound effect, gunshot, and then Fraser hangs up. Thank you, Collar. Which he was right to do. All right, <laughs> this is Fraser's show. Mm-hmm. Right. This is about him, and really, he's showing how positivity can get you out of the dumps. Like, don't complain about your life. Don't get downtrodden. Think about the positive. Make a change. Yeah, because that's what Frazier did. Right. That's Ultimately, yes, you are. I am Frazier Crane. I am fantastic. You can be fantastic, too. Why are you rolling around in the mud like a swine, <laughs> thinking about killing yourself, being depressed? Buy a $200,000 condo. Buy a butler. <laughs> Why not? What's stopping you? Money? How do I come by these things? Yeah. I don't know. I'm rich. You're not. That sounds like your problem. <laughs> That's not a Fraser problem. Which brings us to the brother. Uh, this was a uh, this was Manly Niles. Was this the manly this version? This was the manliest Niles. I had forgotten. You know, when the, that first episode before they really zero in on the character and how they present it. You know, things can be weird. This was a little off model. So the idea is that. Frazier is sort of the, it's supposed to appeal to like the everyman. His callers calling in are, I imagine, by and large, supposed to be uh, blue collar types. So Frazier is supposed to, appeal. so like one of the jokes early on, Frazier goes like, go Seahawks. Right. But he says it, it's like, it's a joke. He's like, uh, like uh, go Seahawks, yeah. Right. It reminds me of like the the, the way a joke would be written for a lame white guy trying to do hip hop. Right. Like, yeah. The hell go. with the police. Yeah. The heck the with them. B- gosh darn it. The police, <laughs> they're they're not right all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's but it's interesting because he's kinda like so Fraser's there to bridge that gap of like right. upper class because Niles is pushing it. Right. Right. He's he's over. Right. Fraser sort of comes in the middle. Right. And then the other characters like Daphne and uh the dad are right. lower class. Right. Fraser hangs out at the public house, you see. <laughs> yeah. So the father joins the cast. Right. So the father comes in, which is such it's such a dark right. introduction to a well, character. That's, okay, that reminds me. When Niles is talking to Fraser, you know, this big laugh, jokey haha, they were going to send him to a home, and the motto of the home was, "We care, so you don't have to." That is such a dark joke. That is such a dark joke. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, that's, like, one of the first big moments. Like, that was one of the moments where I laughed out loud. Because this is a show that was primetime broadcast TV. And a joke that made it in was, we care so you don't have to. Right. I feel like at that writing room, everyone is basically waiting for their 90-year-old parents to die. <laughs> Though trivia, this was the head writer, I believe, of this guy, or whoever created this, was that this was about his relationship with his father, the show. Hmm, interesting. And that he, his father was more blue-collar, whereas he was this writer. And it's amazing, like, from a writer's perspective, how much dark stuff they got in. Right. It, it, for something that was prime time. Right. I wonder what stuff got cut out. Right. They didn't just find him on the floor. There was, like, a rope hang. They didn't find Martin Crane on the floor. There was, like... Uh, a, he was like feebly trying to throw a rope 
over the rafter. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the first the first edit, the first script. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, he was trying to reach, put some sugar in the top shelf for his <laughs> coffee. No, it was, he was stringing a rope over a banister so he could end his life Ugh. in this world of pain. Come on, Eddie. You too. <laughs> Yeah, he had the dog. a second rope for the, for the dog. Oh my god! Oh, that is that is terrible. But honestly, that like if you think of the backstory, like what was he like that could have been one of the plot lines. Right. That's all. That's all the father wants is to kill himself. But Fraser brings him in, so I guess he has a a new reason to live. Right. To repatch his relationship with his son. Well, Fraser is being a good son. You know, he's taking the reins. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. The, yeah, but out of uh, obligation. Right. And they even talk, when they have, the, when the father and Fraser have that moment, again, like, it's so, it gets into, the, it's very heady and dramatic, and they get into it, and there's even a silent moment where Fraser's like, oh, oh, at least you could do is say thank you for letting me live here. And he doesn't. He just walks away. Mm-hmm. The father just walks out. Right. If you follow the typical sitcom, like I guess of the mid '80s, that you know, whatever predated Frasier, there were certain ah moments, you know, like ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's, it it was supposed to lead up to that, but then it just didn't happen. The knife came out, and it was just so sad. Yeah. Whereas they both leave the house, leave the apartment. Come on, Eddie, let's get you your, your little noose. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like I'd like to think. In the father's room, mm-hmm. he still has <laughs> a little Eddie noose and the big father noose ready to go. <laughs> and a little kit. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, I was like, I'll, I'll teach that asshole son of mine, Frazier. He's going to come home and have to deal with this. <laughs> like a little, a little foam flight case, the big noose and the small noose <laughs> side by side. And he just opens it, looks at it. Shakes his head. Not today. Yeah. Just closes it. <laughs> By the way, did you say foam? Yes. As, like as if it's a like it's a camera, like a yes. high end carry. We don't want to damage this burlap <laughs> rope. Yes. We don't want it to shatter it's as it just, goes through customs. It's pristine. It's perfectly tied and laid out. Daphne, you mm-hmm. had a, a good reaction to. You know, because I, I, if I hadn't already said, let me remind everyone that I am. Pretty unfamiliar with this right. show. Like, we should have led with that. I should have, yeah. Like, really, we effed up kind of bad. Right. The, the whole premise is I'm a big fan of Frasier, mm-hmm. and Adrian is just some guy. <laughs> I'm just some dude. Yeah, the correct. I am relatively unfamiliar. Like, I understand the idea of Frasier. I understand there was a show, that it was successful, spinoff from Cheers. I understand the broad strokes. But I never watched it. Was never a uh, a fan. Uh, so going back, like I know, like we were discussing. Oh, I knew about the dad. I knew about the dog. And when we're watching the show, I was like, Oh yeah, Daphne. That's a thing. That's mm-hmm. a character that's on the show. And she was just pleasant, just delightful. Like I, there was like two moments I laughed out loud, like hard. And this was a dumb joke that Daphne made. Who apparently, and I'm curious to see if this is gonna last. Is psychic apparently? She's psychic on the show. I don't know if that's good. Don't don't spoil it for me. I'm not spoiling. You're not spoiling it. We'll see if that has legs. Yeah, she is 
she <laughs> that made me laugh so hard when she looked at the dog. She's going around saying, "Oh, these are my psychic abilities." She looks at the dog, Bert. What's the dog's name? Eddie. Barney. Eddie. Eddie. Okay, Eddie. It's, uh. it's a dumb name for a dog, but she looks at the dog and goes, "You're a dog. You're. I can tell you're a dog, aren't you? Or you're a dog, are you? So, something about that. Like obviously he's a dog, and that's the joke. Right. And how dumb this character is, or how funny she is. But that made me laugh so hard when I saw that. Right. And but she just. She, they're like trying to make her seem like kind of you know poor and low class, but it just makes her seem like she's not of this earth. Like one of their jokes was that she is like, "Oh, indoor plumbing, I love yeah. America." Which, by the way, that doesn't make any sense because she's from England. And my, but okay, fine, we'll, we'll go with it. But like in my mind, when I think of England, I tend to think of it like, "Oh, they're more sophisticated, more mm-hmm. thing." But she comes in like this sort of like country english the english side right it's like oh we didn't have runny water <laughs> she's like amazed that they have a bathroom right. like oh america it's so fancy oi governor i usually don't wash my hands after i go to the t- <laughs> toilet want well, to like, slop the pigs like i love what other relevations does she have like maybe she had a relevation that's like oh you've got paper <laughs> oh, oh, oh oi. i feel like the queen <laughs> oi like the <laughs> that that I got a royal seal on it, or like a vicar, you make a <laughs> make an appeal to the gods themselves, I. So in her mind, Fraser must be like a god, right? Like king. this guy is a king. He is. <laughs> he lives in the sky. <laughs> yeah, she's like not of this earth. <laughs> like well, back home in England, or oh, we didn't even have electricity. <laughs> we, <laughs> me mum died when the orcs came. <laughs> Like in in her her home, if you I'm doing air quotes mm-hmm. in her home in England, they like everything's lit with candles. All right, it's right after 1984, the book. Okay, <laughs> this is where their Manchester is. I would buy it. I mean, so there's so little known about this character right now. Right, I would buy it if her part of her storyline is that, like time travel involved. Right, like she's from the past. Right, like she's from like she. Oh, you got runny water. <laughs> oh, you got a toilet in your in your apartment. I'm a bit touched by the fairies, you see. It lets <laughs> me see the future. <laughs> right, me. she's talking about seeing the future, and she's a little psychic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not seeing running water. Okay, she is from the Feywild. I don't know. If what is that? That is, that. it's from Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm, We're mm-hmm. bringing that in. Right. That's, mm-hmm. She is some sort of elf, perhaps. Yeah. I'm. Th- I'm just. I'm open to possibilities. Time traveling psychic, some sort of elf, escapee from dystopian uh, alternate reality England. Mm-hmm. We don't know. She's unskilled. Her resume is on a piece of folded up paper. <laughs> you know, this is half-assed. Right. I mean, this is in 1993. Is that when this is? Yeah. 19- okay. I'm trying to. So there was no internet, or there was an internet it maybe wasn't. right around that time. So, okay. So it wasn't a fold-up piece of paper. So, okay, I can buy that. She brings it in. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now I'm trying to wrap my head around this idea. She gets an interview. She's invited to his house based on a phone call? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it was an employment agency. That's right. Thing. There was an employment like, agency you know, like, that sent her over. What are, your, uh, what are your qualifications? <laughs> oh, I can pick up everything, you know. <laughs> yeah. I can carry a man if I need to. Or I can lift a man clear over my head, I can. (laughs) That's my British accent, by the Mm -hmm. way. It's just me saying I can at the end of some sentence. Or governor. It's the Dick Van Dyke. 
Yeah. Or I, I could start a fire with some two woods and sticks. I can. <laughs> uh, yeah. In her in her village in England, that's what she or, she's just a jack of all trades. Or burnt out hovel, more likely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in the cave I grew up in. <laughs> We look for lots of younglings. The the armies of Sauron have just burned off that I could see, so I headed on down to the uh, the old Liberty ship. <laughs> Spent six <laughs> six months at sea. An Irish cop beat me with the truncheon he did. <laughs> now I'm in the good old U.S. of A. with indoor plumbing, and you live in the sky. <laughs> she's like what? So she's being sent out on on assignments to look after the elderly. That's mm. this one. Like, what other jobs did she do that she applied for before she settled? Ghostbusting, definitely. <laughs> yeah. uh, I could see that. <laughs> psychic, uneducated. Uh-huh, yeah. Right. Right. Then we're going to assume she's uneducated because, right. right, yeah. Blue collar, let's say. Yeah, for right. sure. She was like the fourth Ghostbuster. <laughs> Ernie Hudson, the yes. fourth Ghost- Ghostbuster. Where she's yeah. like, I just need a paycheck, man. She's like, yeah. Like, not a scientist. Yeah. Can you carry this backpack? Yeah, so she responded to an employment ad that read like, <laughs> "Do you have two hands? Right. To, are you able? Are you able-bodied? And are she, you are you afraid of ghosts? Like, <laughs> Boy, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. That's our catch line." <laughs> I'm so glad that you worked that is. Oh, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> it was a. Yeah, you slam dunk that one. I made a. Uh, I'll narrate. I made a little uh, a fading. Uh, uh, two pointer, uh, motion. So yeah, you you, sh- you mind a a taking a jump shot. Yeah. yeah, good one. Uh, well. Uh, any well, closing uh, thoughts or any additional bits? We let's see. Um, just we already talked about how dark this show is. Yes, and it ends dark. Yeah, it ends so dark. It ends on a story about a person, Lupe Velez, who I don't know if this is a real person or not. The story is. She overdosed. That was her plan. Very Seattle. Very Seattle, of course. We have a theme. Mm-hmm. Okay. She is overdosing. That was her plan to become famous, is to die in some theatrical right. way. And she attempts to do this and fails. But luckily, she is sick and falls into a toilet. Right. Yeah. And dies anyway in by drowning toilet. in toilet water. Right. Which, by the way... Daphne would be like, oi, that's a perfect way to go <laughs> in a toilet. Um, that's so fancy. What a time to be alive. <laughs> but that's, the, the show ends on a callback to this death suicide story. Right. Where Frazier is, uh, is counseling a caller mm-hmm. and says, uh, well, sometimes uh, things don't always go as planned, uh, but they work out anyway. And then, uh, which is supposed to be uplifting, right? Which the, the text itself is uplifting, but then he says, Have you ever heard of Loopy <laughs> Valez? Yeah, hey, have you ever heard about this suicide? Which the person calling was in a depressed state, right? Things are going for me. Let me tell you a story about <laughs> right. suicide. Hey, let me tell you about the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. Now, his killer went to assassinate the Archduke, but failed the first time. He went to a bar to drown his troubles, and then when he stumbled out, the Archduke's motorcade had come there, come right back, and he had his chance, and he shot the Archduke. So you see, things work out things in the end. Things work out in the end. 
Which, by the way, it may, like some of these moves that Frazier does, this doctor, this therapist, mm-hmm. seem wrong, <laughs> borderline outright. So here's someone that calls in at the end that is depressed. Mm-hmm. And Frazier brings up out of nowhere, have you thought about suicide? <laughs> I just want to make it's, sure you have all your options. Right. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> yeah. I just bring this up to anyone I'm dealing with. I would love it if that was his go-to. I'm, I'm one episode in, so I don't know. Maybe, right. it, is. Maybe, Maybe it is. Don't spoil it for me. But if he just, every time someone calls in. Look, I'm hearing a lot of complaining. Have you <laughs> thought about suicide? Yeah. Have you considered killing yourself? Look. You know, there's not, you know, it's not like it used to be in the in the olden days where you needed a noose and pain. Right. We've got pills. You can go quietly in your sleep. Right. You know, my father, he's got a flight case he thinks I don't know about. You, you can... know, be creative with it. We've got a lot of tall buildings here. <laughs> have you heard of Kurt Cobain? God. Have you... <laughs> now, there's a man. By the way, it, it, like history or chronologically, mm-hmm. is this before or after Kurt Cobain? Uh, is this... After this is before the I mean okay before he's he... contemporaneous he's a performing okay gotcha yeah. this is going to be a good run I can tell we're already uh, making lots of suicide jokes. yeah lots of su- this is going to be the darkest podcast ever right. but it's not out of nowhere it's right. based on the the content right it's the show and you know what Frazier was right to bring it up <laughs> you know that would be like if there's a I don't know if show sitcoms have taglines but the tagline for this show would be like. Frazier, have you thought about killing yourself? Right. That's good. Okay. Uh, I'm uh, Greg Catapodi. And I'm Adrian Lada. And this is Frazier, the <laughs> Frazier Rewatch Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, listeners. Did you know that starting with episode three, we offer premium episodes on Patreon? What? Are you telling me, Adrian, that I can get twice the comedy by going to Patreon and signing up for the Prazier Premium Service? Yes, I am, Adrian. You're a genius. Thanks, Adrian. So guys, stop wasting time. Just click the link in the description below to sign up for our premium episodes. Do it.